Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Oh no. Oh yeah! I finished these fights. Give me a hell yeah! Top Rope Nation. Learn to love it! It's the best thing going today. What's up everybody? Welcome to episode 297 of Top Rope Nation. I'm Ryan Drosty, joined here by Mr. Justin Joint. Here to preview a massive weekend in the world of pro wrestling uh justin i don't know if i am gonna have time to watch all of these shows we got other television to watch on sunday night as well not real happy with this tony khan doing your pay-per-views on sunday night saturday night is way more optimal but we're gonna break it all down for you this evening give you our previews and our thoughts on the lay of the land as wwe presents night of champions and AEW presents double or nothing justin joint how are you doing tonight i'd be a lot better if uh number one like you already said if aw double or nothing was on saturday and if the succession finale was not an hour and a half long because we had talked previously it's like (laughs) you know we're actually thinking about stopping the pay-per-view and watching that so we don't have anything spoiled for us but correct me if i'm wrong i swear i have paused aw pay-per-views before and you can only pause them for so long before it reaches a certain point and it throws you all the way forward. Because I, I think yeah, Peacock not, does that. Yeah, I know Peacock does that for sure. I have not done it on BR with AEW, so I do not know. And I was going to ask you, actually, if you knew, because I am definitely going to pause it to watch the succession finale because I am way, way more scared of having succession spoiled for me and i would be way more disappointed than if Mm -hmm. anything from double or nothing was spoiled for me so sorry aw i'll watch it live up until succession's up and then i'm gonna watch (laughs) succession and i guess you know no work the next day i'll stay up late and watch the end of double or nothing after that but this is just i loved when aew started and they did the same saturday night pay-per-views i do not like the Sunday night shows it's if succession wasn't on, it'd be, you know, kind of okay yeah. because we got the day off the next day for this one, all the rest of them, for God's sakes, I wish they were still on Saturday nights, but here we are. And it's WWE is doing things right. Presenting their shows on Saturday now. Uh, so we got to give them props for that. Justin. Uh, have the Saudi shows haven't always been on Saturdays. Have they, they've done some of them on weekdays, even because uh, I, yeah, I recall right. being at work you know with those mm. on so i mean yeah I they've been all over the place haven't they yeah so we'll have night of champions on saturday early because of the time difference we'll have double or nothing sunday night we'll have succession as we talked about we'll have our double or nothing review show monday morning and uh later next week we'll do this month's top rope nation classics looking at wcw super brawl one so a lot of wrestling in our future got a couple guests lined up to join us on 
TRN Classics for Patreon oh, I didn't know and that. the review. Yes, oh, indeed. Oh, all right. Good to hear. Yeah. Good to hear. Yep. So, by the way, with Patreon, new feature that I was just able to activate. So, guys, if you have ever thought about joining our Patreon page, there is now a feature where you can join as a seven-day free trial and you get access to everything in the archives free for seven days. So if you've ever thought about it, you want to go back and dip into any of the 100 plus bonus shows on our Patreon page. Now is the time. Seven day free trial. You know, if you signed up now uh, or maybe Friday, I guess. Yeah, probably about Friday. You get Super Brawl one next week, too, for free. Uh, so check it out. It's patreon.com slash top rope nation. We got top rope nation extra ramping up this summer again with extra bonus shows coming for you there as well. And uh, you can read about all the benefits over on that Patreon page. And then, of course, subscribe to us on YouTube. We are streaming right now on the SE Scoops YouTube channel, on our YouTube channel, on Twitch, on Twitter, on Facebook, wherever you're watching this damn show, hit like, subscribe. <laughs> follow us, whatever you got to do and get involved in the live discussion. Cause I'm going to be frank, Justin, if the live viewers are not participating in these live shows, we might as well just pre-record them. So get involved, leave us a chat message. Let us know what you think as we go and uh, look at these cards moving forward. Justin, anything else? Well, I didn't know if we were going to go right into the cards or uh, I know you had mentioned earlier today that perhaps you wanted to touch on some of the punk stuff yes indeed our our, our friend phil um <laughs> appears to be <laughs> heading back to AEW, and i will say once again on this program we have been very optimistic for months that this would happen when others were not so much because there was money on the table uh we've been talking about it for a long time especially over in the facebook group too um, there's been so much dialogue going on in recent weeks. Is he, will he, won't he, what's going on, what's going on behind the scenes. And, you know, I've dropped some hints over there from some things that I had been told, uh, like you might've saw fightful had a report up recently that, uh, basically confirming everything that punk was always set for June 17th, that punk had signed, a um, NDA about brawl out. And uh, I dropped that a few days earlier in the Facebook groups. So if you're not in that Facebook group, get in there. Uh, Punk has been meeting with Tony Khan several times this spring to go over booking. He, you know, he was very adamant that he was apologizing for what happened at brawl out. He has evidently tried to make amends with the young bucks. Uh, the bucks will not return his calls or him feeling you know, sending out feelers that he wants to talk instead, punk some lawyers instead. And uh, I mean, we, we weren't there. So, I mean, I can't really say who I can blame more, but I, mm -hmm. it's true that punk is reaching out, trying to make things right, but they're responding only with lawyers to him right now. Um, and from a report I was reading from voices of wrestling today, it appears that like the bucks have a lot of sway. You know, Punk didn't want to be banished to the Saturday Night Collision show. The Bucks wanted that. Uh, the Bucks didn't want a steal around, you know. So they, they've had some sway in what's been happening with Punk being brought back. But Punk doesn't have a ton of leverage uh, at this point. Uh, he was he signed these uh, NDAs, which you know also legally require him to come to every television that he is requested to be at. Uh, he can't no-show. He has not threatened to no-show. This was not a threat, as Raj Giri made it seem like in his uh, 
late night rant a few nights ago. There is no truth to that. They were not threatening Punk that he needed to come back or they would sue him. It is just in his contract that when requested, he needs to show up to TV, you know, or they can sue him. But they haven't threatened that. There, the the interactions between TK and CM Punk have been very good. They have gone over booking for his entire summer coming up. They have in place a opponent for him for All In at Wembley, who I think this is out there now. Is Brian Danielson is their current working plan that they're going to work at Wembley? I told you that a few days ago, I believe, Justin. I saw mm-hmm. that finally hit the internet today. Uh, we know Danielson is getting involved with booking, and so. He's on his way back. They announced collision June 17th, United Center, just as we thought. And uh, yes, go ahead, Justin. Um, I think I said on the podcast two or three weeks ago, I've got some pretty major, you know, punk fatigue rumors going on right now. I'm just kind of exhausted from the whole ordeal. And just like, basically, I, I was just, you know, wake me up when he shows up. That That's that's where I'm at. Uh, so it's good to see that they officially announced the United Center because I can imagine they'd be running that place if Punk wasn't coming back. Yeah. No, but apparently it's it's Punk's decision that he did not want to be pre-advertised for the show. That Which makes wants sense. This to, yeah, he wants us to be like when he came out on Rampage when he debuted with the company. And so they did remove him from all the artwork and everything, and that was his call. Uh, and so, mm. yeah. I hadn't Sorry, seen go ahead. that. Yeah. Um, no, I guess the one thing is like, I, I don't have a lot of strong excitement, you know, it in my guts, you know, in my feelings, because there's still the whole thing with the bucks and the elite, you know, refusing to work with them. That's just gonna, it's going to be a black cloud over everything, you know, no matter what kind of great feuds we get out of it, you know, it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see what they do, but there's always going to be that in the back of our heads thinking it's like, you know, they, they've got to get to it eventually. And I think there's, there's been worse incidences backstage at, at wrestling than what happened at brawl out. And I just wish they could figure it out. Cause you know, some form of that match is what everybody wants to see. And, and it's going to be the elephant in the room and until it actually happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, um, yeah, I, right now, it doesn't seem like it's likely that Punk will work the Bucks at any point. Um, I do think Kenny Omega is much more likely that him and Kenny could mix it up at some point. I think it would be great to see him and Danielson in the ring. We know that the working plan has been Punk and Joe on the first episode of Collision. And uh, that doesn't seem to be like a long-term program. Like They're just going to have the match, and that's going to be his first match back. And yeah, apparently plans in place for, for the rest of the summer. Um, it's not like he can't appear on dynamite and I expect him to appear on dynamite here and there. Um, but yeah, like Saturday night, that's going to be his show, which, you know, for television is not great, but for live attendance, it is good because people go to shows on the weekend and, uh, you know, they put that show on sale today. There was a pre-sale for the United center and, uh, you know, they had not even 24 hour turnaround, which is pretty nuts when you think about it you know they just advertised this last night and this morning at 10 a.m central tickets went on sale and i believe last i saw from wrestle ticks i think it was like j- around five thousand tickets went out on the pre-sale today i was kind of checking in on it and at one point it looked like the whole upper deck had sold out and then i read later that they pulled the upper decks from the on sale now of course people that, yeah 
if people had bought tickets, those are good and those are sold, but it's hard to tell now like how much of the upper deck sold. Uh, I will say that when I was watching it, at one point it appeared that a, about half or a little less than half of the upper deck was sold. And this was like two hours into the presale. Um, and they were doing pretty good on the lower level. They didn't have any of the 200 level for sale at that point. After they closed up the 300 level, then they put some of the 200 seats on deck. This is like the thin like club level seats. And then they had added some seats next to the hard cam for sale. And there were some people saying like, oh, they're not selling very many tickets. It's not doing very well. I disagree. I think, you know, it's not Punk's first time back whenever we want crazy for it. But I think with uh, roughly what? little over 12 hour turnaround time and the fact that it's a pre-sale and you need a password mm-hmm. to get in i don't think it was bad uh, i don't think the tickets are going to move in the general like they did for that first rampage but you know i think they'll get a good crowd in there and i i think it shows punks a draw because they're going to be in chicago a few days later at Wintrust for dynamite and so they're running two shows there within just a few days of each other and i think when push comes to shove yeah they'll have they'll have a good crowd there at the uc That'll that'll make for a nice week off for the Bucks. They can just stay at home while <laughs> Punk takes care of business for the two Chicago shows. Well, that, that's the thing is, if he's gonna for sure be at Collision, I, I'm going to that Dynamite. By the way, so look, I'm a little biased here, but <laughs> you got to put him on Dynamite, right? Well, In the same I mean, town. Or, or, are, are they not going to be on the same pay-per-views? They're going to be on the same show. Yeah. It's going to happen. So it's weird that like they have to be separated at shows. I mean. Grow yeah, up. Come on. So, I mean, if he, yeah, you would think he would have to be at the chance are going to be there if he was just at the United Center across town. And the Bucks won't do it, stay home that week, like he said, because the Chicago crowd's going to want to see him in both shows. And we'll see what happens. I, punk fatigue, maybe a little bit, but I am really looking forward to him getting back. I think it's just going to spice everything up. I think the product's been fairly stale. We've talked a lot about it on the podcast recently. The build till double or nothing has not been too great. I think the yeah. biggest issue for me is just the world title match. It's not a great situation, and that takes away from the show for me. I am looking forward to anarchy in the arena. Um, but overall, I mean, you compare it to last year's show. Again, we're biased because we went last year. <laughs> but I mean, it's it does not compare at all. It feels like a stopgap show. You know, we are just kind yeah. of waiting to get to Punk's return. We're waiting to get to Forbidden Door, which seems like a way bigger event at this point in time. And so this show is just kind of there. Uh, if I wasn't doing a podcast and reviewing it, I'm not sure I'd shell out 50 bucks for the show, Justin. Yeah. Um, there's one word that comes to mind for me for this entire weekend, which I will touch on in a minute before we deep dive into the shows. Uh, but real quick, uh, I just wanted to clarify that I don't have CM Punk fatigue, you know, towards him. It's just the whole situation and constantly hearing the rumors. And, you know, I was on Twitter the other day and I started looking at this thread about what's been going on with him and Alvarez. And I'm immediately like, why am I reading this? Like, I'm getting no enjoyment out of this. I just got (laughs) to put the phone down because I just I don't care. I don't know why I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I haven't, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to go to something else. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I do have another question regarding mm-hmm. the, the rumors about him facing Samoa Joe. Is that mm-hmm. on that very first collision? That Supposedly. seems a little weird. That seems a little weird to me that they're not going to build that at all or build to it. Like I would think maybe like maybe you have him show up a little earlier. I know, but mm-hmm. the, even that doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. I, I, I would almost wait a week, like let him do his big promo, mm-hmm. uh, 
maybe have him have a different match in the main event, but I would like to see a build to that because it's been so long since we've seen those two guys in the ring together. I'm wondering if the ticket sales are going to affect that at all. And if they, you know, announce it ahead of time Mm. and I know punk doesn't want to do it, but like you're looking to fill up one of the biggest arenas in the country, (laughs) you know, do you have to announce this to get the tickets moving? You know, we'll see, we'll see how the, uh, the, the general on sale goes tomorrow. But yeah, uh, Alan had asked in the chat too. And it's not supposed to be, from what I've heard, a program. It's just like a match, which anyone, any long-term wrestling fans going to be pumped to see Joe and Punk get back in there. Um, but apparently it's just going to be like a one-off. So I don't, know, I don't know if I like that. I mean, yeah. they have so much history to play off of that. That could make for a pretty nice little, even like month and a half feud while you know, you kind of kill time before you start building towards all in. Mm-hmm. I I am pretty excited to see what this collision show looks like. We haven't talked mm-hmm. about it yet. I do like the logo with the nitro throwback. I hope they have a unique stage for it. I don't mm-hmm. know that they will in this era where everything is pretty stagnant with stages because the video screens can make, you know, make it look a little different with the graphics and everything. But I think the show has a chance to have its own kind of distinct feel. The booking could be different on it. You know, we'll see, we'll see, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how they do this and I'll be tuning in, you know, to the first one on tape delay. Cause I'm going to our friend Ryan Huffman's wedding that day, uh, but I will be checking it out late that night and uh, it'll be intriguing to see how they get there. Now, Alan asked in the chat, do you think he shows up Sunday TM punk at double or nothing? And boy, I've been thinking about this all day, Justin. And I, you know, like I know what I've heard about him wanting to be unannounced and everything, but for a show that doesn't have much buzz, that we know people who travel to Double or Nothing plan this months in advance. You know, this is one of their big time destination shows, this and all out. Huge weekend for them. The show doesn't feel that big, as we said. Mm-hmm. We've got a world title match. That doesn't feel like a world title match. The ending of that match seems like, you know, a pretty solid bet MJF will be retaining. You know, do you bring in Punk and do a face-to-face with MJF? Because that was the direction they were going before he left. It's not like they would get to that match right away. It would be down the line. I don't think it's out of the question. Um, right now I'm kind of leaning towards him being at all at uh, double or nothing. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't put money on it, but I'm, I'm kind of leaning in that direction as a, like a surprise appearance. What do you think about that? Him coming out and going face to face versus MJF would easily be, you know, the most exciting thing about that show. And we haven't even mm-hmm. seen it yet. We, we just know that'd be the most exciting thing. Yeah. But because they already seem to have a couple feuds lined up for him, I, I just I don't think you want to put that idea in the fans' heads yet. Cause they're I mean, everybody's gonna want to see that match, you know, relatively soon if they tease it. Um, so yeah. I don't think they will. Cause I, you know, I have a hard time believing that, you know, if the rumors are true that it's Danielson at all in. I find it real hard to believe that they they do Punk and MJF at All Out one week later. That doesn't make any sense to me. With, with how the, those would be. Oh, okay. <laughs> sell, sell me. All right. So what if 
Punk does a face-to-face with MJF. He talks about, you know, he had gotten injured. They don't reference Brawl Out, but he got injured in that match. He's been away. He never lost the title. You know, that was the direction you could, mm-hmm. everyone knew they were going because they had the face-to-face it all out, you know, when MJF came up on the stage to end that show. But then MJF kind of comes back in the weeks ahead. It's like, what have you done to deserve a title match? And uh, we know that the champions are going to be floating show to show. At least that's the plan as I hear it. So, you know, the summer of punk is, is punk building up his stock again and having great matches on collision dynamite here and there. And then you get to the build to all in and it's punk versus Danielson. And the winner gets the shot at all out. So then you do that match, and whoever wins that match gets the title match a week later in Chicago at All Out. You could do something like that. All right. I don't hate that. Uh, the one other thought I did have while you were talking is that does a surprise appearance at Double or Nothing hurt him showing up at the first collision? Don't you want to kind of save him for that first yeah. big show? That's Yeah, that's kind of hanging there, isn't it? Yeah, I guess... Maybe they plan to he's not going to be on TV again until then, but it, it, it does. I mean, they're going to have people tuning in because it's a new show, but Punk's going to be a big draw on top of that. I mean, look, if if for some reason they couldn't get Punk to return for this, this show was DOA. They they need him for this show. Uh, that said, it was never in doubt. He has always been locked in for June 17th, and he has been committed to that all along, despite what was written on the Internet or said by people. Um, and so he was never going to bail on them. He really, really wants to come back. I, I guess, yeah, if you don't put him on TV again until then, the idea would be that he appeared on pay-per-view, but not on free TV again until mm, then, maybe okay. something along those lines. But yeah, it'd be a great moment. I do think if they don't have anything planned for after the world title match, like someone coming out to go face-to-face with him, I kind of feel like that that match should open the show. Even though it's a world title match, just be, I'm sure it'll be a great match. Don't get me wrong. A lot of good workers in there. The match just doesn't feel like it has any heat. And I don't think it should be the main event on a show where you do have the elite and Blackpool Combat Club with Anarchy in the arena. That's your main event, in my opinion. And so, and unless they have some like big post match angle plan for MJF. Okay. Well, I guess that kind of brings me back to what I was teasing earlier about. There's one word that keeps spinning in my head about this entire weekend, about both of these wrestling shows, and that is predictable. Mm-hmm. Both cards, I mean, this does not apply to every match, but I think it applies to about 90% of them. Is it, They all look pretty predictable, and to your point, probably the most predictable match of the entire weekend is MJF winning. Yeah. There is zero chance that he is going to lose the world title this weekend. And I think a lot can be said the same about Night of Champions is I just don't see a lot of surprises. And as far as what should main event double or nothing, I I think the one match that really has me torn for this entire weekend is Anarchy in the Arena. That's the one that I don't I'm really not sure or have a good feeling as to who can win or who should win. That's the match with the star power. That Mm -hmm. is the one that the results up in the air. So again i I feel like that should be the main event so if that's going to be the main event i feel like you should just open with world title match unless there's a big angle planned agree agree 100 percent. should we get into them then i mean should we talk about these cards yeah uh i guess we'll start with aw 
All right. And then we'll move over to Night of Champions since we've been mostly talking AEW at this point. So, as you said, MJF's winning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah, he's taking on, if you're not aware, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, yeah, MJF retaining. It's just they've tried to elevate these guys. I know TK talked in the media call today about them being the future of the company and everything, but they're just not, you just can't buy them in a world title match and just hasn't worked at all in the build. We talked about it weeks ago. Maybe they could get you to buy them by the end. The promos have just not been good enough. They have not been. I didn't think Sammy's was very good last night. I think uh, Jack Perry is, has not been, been good. good. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, they should have just done a singles match with MJF and Darby. Yep. I, you know, that was, yeah, Darby's been one of their bigger stars since the beginning. The other two just feel way out of place in a world title match right now. So, and and we know those two have, uh, you know, great. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for here in in chemistry. the ring? Yes, chemistry. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, they've got great chemistry in the ring. Going back to the match at Full Gear that they had, which I, mm-hmm. you know, to me that was the best match on the card. Yes, indeed. The most so. intriguing thing about this match, to me is oddly enough jungle boy because of his match against roosh two weeks ago which was one of the weirdest things i've ever seen for a guy that is gearing up for a world title match for him to just be completely dominated by mm-hmm. somebody else and pull out of pull out a win out of nowhere uh by pulling the tights yeah. um so the, the the thing that well number one to me that match said Roosh is a far bigger star than than jungle boy that's the guy that they need to be pushing even harder i I love that guy he's fantastic but to me it was the tease of a heel turn and i I think that was probably seed number one and at double or nothing we'll we'll probably get seed number two for that heel turn although i don't think we'll actually see the turn yeah agree no i i 100 agree with everything you said i think there's Money and him turning heel probably be a slow burn. I don't think we see the full turn here, but yeah, it'd be kind of intriguing to see how he works the match. Uh, FTR defending against Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I mean, another one where you wouldn't think the uh, titles would be switching hands, but I guess crazier things have happened. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I can't imagine it. I I haven't hated the build, uh, you know, Mark Briscoe has just been a fantastic addition to Dynamite and Rampage. He's he's really been stealing the show anytime he's on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's fascinating aspect to this. But Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal definitely just feel like somebody you're throwing in there to just kind of begin FT FTR's uh, title reign. Yeah, I agree. And they got to be happy because their boy's coming back. Yeah, yeah. The children of the hitman, as that one shirt said, will be complete again. Which, Uh, that you know, if if you're scared of teasing Punk MJF too soon, maybe this is the spot where you have him come out. Which, yeah, yeah, you really can't. I probably wouldn't waste it on something like that. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be a world, you know, MJF face to face, but that in, and you wouldn't want to do it in the middle of the show <laughs> right right no um yeah i mean they these three that being ftr and, and punk were so triumphant last year when punk won the title mm-hmm. and they all came out you know mm-hmm. and had the big celebration and stuff a lot has changed in their year since then but 
Yeah, you think FTR retains here. Speaking of a lot of things have changed, Justin. Uh, last year, Wardlow was white hot coming into this show. And this year, you know, he's the TNT champion defending against Christian in a ladder match. But Wardlow just kind of feels like another guy now, no? Yeah, nope, I, I agree 100%. Uh, MJF kind of fucked him by just appearing completely normal the very next night. Yep. But but not in a way that wasn't salvageable. Mm-hmm. The all the booking after that is what, you know, what really killed him. Um, yep. so I you know they're building him back up. This is another one. I just as much as I would actually love to see it, I just don't see a scenario where they put the TNT title on Christian Cage. Although I do love the 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 swerve of it looked like we were going to get Wardlow and Luchasaurus but they're putting Christian in there instead because that is far more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the ladder match mm-hmm. scenario here. Which I, I, Jesus, can you believe, you know, it's 2023 and we're about to see Christian in a ladder match? <laughs> if you could go back and tell yourself that back in 2000, Justin, that in 23 years, you'd be watching Christian in a ladder match or Shit. Edge having 40 yeah. minute matches on pay-per-view. Yeah, or, you know, just go back to, like, what, five, six years ago when Christian was retired, and we didn't think we'd ever yeah. see him wrestle again, and now here he yeah. is in a pay-per-view, Same in a ladder match. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I Yeah, I wouldn't bet on the titles changing hands here, but, um, yeah. I don't, I don't think either of those titles matches are as a sure thing as much as the world title match, but still, the odds definitely in the favor of mm-hmm. them all retaining there. Now, the women's championship match with Jamie Hayter taking on Tony Storm, defending against Tony Storm. This one has some intrigue because of what's been going on with Jamie Hayter, who has um, legit been injured. And on the media call today, Tony Khan talked about it and and how you know she's been out because she's been injured and she hasn't been working. But um, I mean, it sounds like she's working the match. I hope they don't cancel it at the last minute. Um, but then. Uh, who was it that said today? I think it was Sean Ross Sapp. He said that, yeah, that Jamie's hurt. Uh, and that he said, quote, I'm thinking the division looks categorically different in five days. I see the winds of change coming here. And I think we're in for some major, major change in this division. Hmm. So some surprises I mean, that- coming. I mean, is, is Hader going to miss an extended amount of time? You know, who, who knows? Boy, that you, that to me says like, yeah, like you said, is is somebody coming in? And and I know I don't think it can be uh Mercedes Monet, because I think she just got injured in that match against Willow, where it really it, I didn't see it, but I've I've read reports and heard people talk about how it seemed like that new uh new Japan strong women's title was basically mm-hmm. made for her. Mm-hmm. And at some point in the match, she fucked up her ankle. And I think she made the call. It's like, you know, it's this is bad enough that I think, you know, Willow needs to win. You need to get the win because apparently Willow went for the pin and the ref just stopped at three, even though Mercedes didn't kick out. And then Willow hit her with another power bomb and, and got the win. So I don't think we're going to be seeing Mercedes come in anytime soon. So I, I, I don't see any other scenario as to what that could mean other than a world title change here. And you know, and with all in coming, you know, a few months afterwards, maybe you let 
Hater rest up, get healthy, and you have her get that title back there. Yeah, I there's just no reporting right now on how serious mm-hmm. uh Mercedes Monet's or Sasha Banks her injury is with the ankle and everything. I mean, I think that that would be the best case scenario is they work a deal to get her in there and to hold the title throughout the summer, but we ju- we just don't know. So um, I was also wondering when I saw that report is, you know, are they going to drop this whole storyline they've been doing, you know, with uh, with Tony Storm and Paige and the whole group and, you know, just kind of go in a whole new direction once uh, we get the launch of the new show. I mean, who knows? But yeah, it does I, seem like there, there could be a, the, maybe a, a title change. You know, we know Tony Storm has held the title before, so maybe it happens here. I haven't hated the outcast. I think it's been pretty decent. Yeah, I think it's all right. Yeah. But when he said categorically different, I mean, that's kind of been the main story. I mean, who who knows? But um, if, if Jamie is out long term, I mean, then get more focus back on Brit, too. And, you know, it's been a while. It's been a while since Britt Baker had the shine. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Blackjack Battle Royal. This is a 21 man battle royal for the AEW International Championship. Lots of guys out there, Justin. Orange Cassidy, of course, the champion. Uh, Ricky Starks, the Butcher, the Blade, Bandito, Commander, Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, Arya Davari, Tony Nese, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, Kip Sabian, Ray Phoenix, Penta, Swerve, Cage, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Keith Lee, and Dustin Rhodes all announced. Thoughts on this one? I really only see two names that could realistically take the title off of orange Cassidy. Um, I, I don't know. Jay if, White and Ricky Starks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I would have said, you know, Swerve or Keith Lee, but you know, they've been mostly non-existent, you know, at least yeah. relegated to rampage. So they don't feel like near big enough deals to, to be possible winners. Um, I'm just trying to decide if, not only does now feel like the right time to dethrone Orange Cassidy, who has been the workhorse and honestly one of the best things about Dynamite week to week for the past few months, or at least since he won the title, mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't it be preferable for him to lose it in you know a singles match on a Dynamite or something? Um, but yeah. at the same time, with this being a big battle royal and him being a babyface, you kind of had the you have the built-in excuse of you know one versus twenty-one other guys. So, mm-hmm. um, if I had to make a prediction, I, I think I might go Jay White just because of all the complaining I've seen online that right. he hasn't been yeah. built up big enough that he's not a big enough deal. So I'd probably go that direction. But I think. He'd be a bigger deal if he won it, you know, in a one-on-one match on national television. So I don't know. I I was surprised they didn't have one mystery guy. I, that's what I was kind of banking. I, I was expecting Miro to be the one, but I don't. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah, I I I am leaning towards a title change here too. Freshen things up, protects Cassidy because of the sheer number of people out there. Yeah, I'd probably go with JY too, just because of everything that's been happening with the complaining and uh, you know, we know they have the situation going with Ricky Starks. So mm-hmm. that could become a feud for the title too. Whereas orange just doesn't have as much going right now. So yeah, I think one of those directions 
Ricky Starks or or, or Jay White makes the most sense. I'll go with Jay White. We're in agreement. We're on the same page. Yes, we are. A on lot the same of agreeing. <laughs> uh, Cargill taking on Taya Valkyrie TBS title. Jade's now losing here. <laughs> Jade Cargill. I, yeah. I mean, if you want to shake things up in the women's division, you need to do something new and fresh with Jade. That's not. Right. I'm not saying that's losing to to uh, Valkyrie here, but uh, they need to do something with her. Yeah, yeah. She's hasn't. She's just kind of been there lately too. Um, she she always has had all this potential because of the look and charisma, but she is still very very green in the ring even at this point. And I think putting her in there with a veteran like this is a safe move. Obviously, mm-hmm. no title change though. Agree. Uh, uh, we have the six-man tag team match where if the Hardys win, Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. Uh, Ethan Page and the Guns taking on the Hardys and Hook. Any thoughts on this one, Justin? Deep thoughts with Justin Joint. I am getting nonstop pestering from my son because there's there's only two action figures he wants right now that he's constantly asking me for unfortunately you know the holidays are behind us his birthday is quite a ways away so i don't know when it's going to happen but he wants an orange cassidy action figure and i have no idea how this happened but he is always asking for gun boys action figures (laughs) really wow (laughs) i think it's just because their name is gun and he yeah. thinks that's cool, but yeah, he's constantly asking me for gun boy <laughs> action figures. Wow. Uh, having said that, don't really care about this match. Not really into anybody in it, um, but I will go with the Hardy party to win because I, I, that's the only way you, you know, do anything with this stipulation where, you know, Ethan Page's contract will be owned by Matt Hardy. So, you know, yeah. whatever. Same. I got no deep thoughts on this one. (laughs) You got Hook in there with the Hardys, so give them the win. Uh, Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, unsanctioned. And as we found out last night, Sabu serving as special guest enforcer. Did you 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 pop for that? Was that exciting? I understand why people did. I'm like, (laughs) Sabu doesn't do a lot for me. Same. Same. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure crowd will give him a nice response, but did he did he post a picture on Instagram or something of him doing a line of coke? <laughs> I did not see that, but I would I saw that on impressed. Twitter. I don't know if it was an old one. People were talking about it like it was just from like the past 24 hours, but it was just like it looked like this giant mound of a line of coke on this pan. Like he's he's getting ready for double or nothing this weekend. <laughs> I am Look pulling up. up his Instagram page right now. Um, nothing as a post, perhaps in his stories. As I scroll through here, I would suspect just by of now him on the dynamite ramp. Yeah, I would suspect by now they've had him pull it down. But when you get a chance, look, look it up on Twitter. It's out there. Wow, Sabu, what are you thinking, man? Sabu cocaine searching on Twitter right now. (laughs) Um, There was a story in like December 2022 about this that I see. Mm. So it could have been that old one. Hmm. 
I don't know, man. Not smart if that's the case. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, Jericho gets the win. They drag this out longer. I hope they don't do that. You know, I'd like to see just Adam Cole go over and move on to something else. Yeah, I agree. Um, the history of Chris Jericho and AEW will tell us he will get his win back at some point. That this will mm-hmm. either be even when it's done or else uh, they'll go three and Jericho will get the middle one. It would just be a little weird for him to get the first one, considering uh, the story they've been telling. Agreed. Well, last year we were there, and Anarchy in the Arena was awesome. Loved every second of it. Um, Doing it again here. Now, we had talked about on the show a couple weeks ago if maybe they do blood and guts, but no, Anarchy in the Arena is coming back. Uh, But if you're, Justin, if you're into blood, and guts just wait for that AEW video game because uh if you saw those screenshots floating around by the way the game coming at the end of june now finally uh heck of a lot of blood in that game looks like someone got murdered across the ring apron in some of those screenshots so you get plenty of blood in the video game uh here probably gonna get plenty of blood too and anarchy in the arena you got of course you got john moxley out there you got danielson they always bleed in big matches um Really looking forward to it. Unpredictable as hell. Should be the most memorable match on the card by a long shot. Definitely think this should main event, as I said earlier, unless there's a big angle plan for MJF. And when it comes to a winner, I have no idea, Justin. (laughs) I have no idea at all. Same. I I lean towards Blackpool Combat Club just because they're the established team. And I think it'd be a little weird for them to lose two years in a row. Um, Mm -hmm. The elite have the excuse of they just got back together. Yes. You know, are they a cohesive unit yet considering uh, what has happened between Hangman and Omega in the past? Uh, So, you know, they could lose and build something off of that. But you also have uh, somebody who is notably missing from dynamite this past week was don Callis, and we have not seen Takeshita in a while either so i am expecting one or both of those two guys to uh, be involved in the finish of this match in the favor of blackpool combat club yeah i like that take too um yeah i agree you've swayed me i'll go with blackpool combat club by the way, I just I just looked up the tweets where I saw that picture, and they have been deleted. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, excuse, of Sabu <laughs> the co- in the cocaine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was searching for this screenshot from this video game because I wanted to put this up on the screen. That is so over the top. Like, I I don't know. That's like I love blood and wrestling, but even I was like, oh Jesus, come on, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't think I've seen a wrestling match with this amount of blood on the. I, I, I think one uh, uh, Eddie versus JBL. I think that's the only time. Mm, yeah, here's here's the screenshot. If you're watching on the video feed right now, my God, just look at that. <laughs> it's Man. just like, all right. Anytime my kids are awake, I'm gonna have to turn blood off in the menu because that's that you know pretty crazy. That's what the description looks like when I listen to my true crime podcast. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. You know what else about this screenshot that got my attention is the old dynamite stage. 
Damn it. I like that stage so much better than what they're using right now. Maybe they can do like an updated version of it for Collision. What do you think if Collision kind of copied the old Nitro steel set? Would you like that or would that just be too much of copying WCW? I think it would be a little too much. Especially especially since WWE, you know, owns the rights to all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see it, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. All right. That is double or nothing. Any other thoughts on the show before we quickly look at Night of Champions, Justin? No. Um, I, well, I guess just to say that this is pretty easily the least excited I've been about a AW pay-per-view since possibly, you know, the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels very cold. This is the least enticing world title match they've had. Um, it all circles around that anarchy in the, in the arena. So uh, to your point earlier, it would be nice to get a big surprise. I think it's still going to be a solid show. I think the matches yeah. are going to be great. Even, you know, even as much as we've shit on the, the four pillars match, I, I guarantee it's going to be at least like a four star match. Yeah. I think there's a chance that we come on here Monday morning doing our review and we say, a minus. Yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. B- absolutely. I, and I agree. And it's awkward because, yeah, I do think the build hasn't been great. I'm not that excited to watch. Like we said, we're going to freaking pause the show to go watch HBO for a yeah. little bit and then come back. But they always turn it on in the ring. And I'll need like that match of the year contender or something I'll rewatch to give this a really high grade. But I would bet that that will happen. So, yeah, I'm sure I'll be very entertained, but I agree. I was thinking that coming into talking about this on the podcast, this is definitely my least anticipated AEW pay-per-view of all time. Mm-hmm. I think by the time end of next month gets here, Forbidden Door, I'll probably be pretty jacked for that one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not super pumped to watch this, but that said, I know it's going to be a good time. I wish it was on a different night, <laughs> though. Mm-hmm. And. I would have liked to have gone like we did last year. I'm sure if we were going to Vegas again, I'd be pretty damn excited. We had such a blast last year. You know, the sweet party with the guys from the Observer uh, doing the show at the win was so cool. Of course, mm-hmm. hanging out with you and Kyle in Las Vegas was excellent. And I hope we could do it again down the line. But this year just didn't work out. And, uh, you know, hopefully next year, maybe we can do it. And maybe it'll have more, a better, better build. Because we also last year, Justin, we did the meetup with some of our listeners, which was so much fun. That might've been my highlight. That was the best. Saw the Jenkinsons out there. Um, Who else was there? Our guy, Brian, Brian from the torch was there. Uh, We met, um, God, who there was other people there. We met uh, Chris from the UK afterwards at the bar after the show. That was a blast. So, and yeah, lots of, lots of people in the wrestling world that we were familiar with who were out there too. And it's always such a fun time. I'm planning to go to all out in Chicago though. So yes, that will be a fun weekend. Justin, uh, night of champions thoughts on this one. It's kind of this, you know, once again, to me, the card looks mostly pretty predictable. I'm not Mm -hmm. expecting any big surprises out of this. There are, I mean, one incredibly predictable and cold who gives a shit match that I'm sure we'll touch on, but uh, kind of like double or nothing. I think it's also going to deliver in the ring. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think about this narrative going around now about uh, Seth Rollins and the fact that he has this role in Captain America? Now maybe he won't be the world champion as we've all expected. Do you, well, do you think that, that I had not heard that? I did not know that. Yes, Say, what? he's going to be in Captain America. Yes. So yeah, he's in this. Uh, yeah, tell me what you movie. know. He's in this movie, Captain America: New World Order. Um, and so he's in you now. He's officially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hopefully, without the laugh. Um, so he he must be playing Scott Hall. I think that'd be his closest comp for being I in the New World am, Order. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure of who the role is. To be honest with you, I cannot remember offhand who he's playing. Yeah, I wonder how big. Of, I, I mean, it's all going to depend on how big is the role and how quickly they can knock that out. Yeah. Uh, rumors suggest he will be portraying a member of the Serpent Society, a group of secondary villains alongside Tim Blake Nelson's leader. That's what I'm seeing here. Hmm, I According see to him. wikioofnerds.com. I guess he could play Jake the Snake. That works. <laughs> In the Serpent <laughs> Society. Yes, indeed. He could. He could. Um, um, wait, so I, don't, like, I don't know, though. I don't. I just don't feel like the fact that he's filming a movie would deter them that much for putting the belt on him. Given we've had a, I know they want him to be more active, but we still had a world champion now for damn near three years. Who's not on television that much. It's not yeah. like he's going to be filming this movie for like six months. So this, your thoughts. This, yeah, this match. See, I did not know the captain America stuff. So that kind of throws a, a wrench in my thoughts here, but it felt like a no brainer to me. Um, it felt like this title was created for him. If you read any of the rumors, yeah, he's been pretty pissed off about being the number two guy, which sorry to break this to you, Seth, but you're still going to be the number two guy if you win that <laughs> world title. Uh, and honestly, my biggest question about this show is going to be the card layout because I've got a, a stinking feeling that this match is not going to main event when it absolutely should. If they're going to make this title a big deal or mean anything, it has to main event. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I think they're already working from behind because of the fact that anyone looking at this is going to view it as the number three world title, technically, definitely number two. And if you want to have it, have some prestige, I think, I think Seth wins. I think the only reason they got him in there with AJ is because they know those two together could produce an all-time mm -hmm. classic. I don't Agreed. think AJ is going to win the title. Um, <laughs> but then you had AJ doing this interview this week where he acknowledged the title as a secondary world title. Did you see this quote? I missed that. I I've, I saw some of the promos, which kind of alluded to the same thing. But no, I missed the quote. Tell me. All right, so he was speaking to the New York Post, and um, they asked him, since Roman holds all the, the world titles, is it you know a secondary title? And Styles responded, quote, Is it a secondary? Well, if the Raw Championship is held by Roman, the SmackDown Championship is held by Roman, then how can you argue that it's not? We had to make a new championship because Roman holds them all. <laughs> well, holy shit. Where did he give that? Where did, where did he say that on? Uh, the New York Post. Wow. Yeah, he's, he definitely, he's not winning now. If there was any plans <laughs> for him to win, he ain't winning now. So then he, he tried to recover a little bit. And then he went on to say, what happens if he decides to wrestle for the World Heavyweight Championship? It is what it is. And we got what we got. <laughs> if we make the best of it, 
And if and when Roman does challenge for it, we beat the brakes off of him, whomever it might be, and then we'll see what the title's secondary. Well, dude, you just told me the title was secondary for several sentences, and everyone watching thinks it's secondary. So it is secondary. They're working from behind. At least put it in the main event. Try to give it some prestige, although it's I just can't imagine it ever being viewed no. as anything but secondary. Not until Roman wins it. <laughs> <laughs> give them all three. I mean, why not? You you agree, right? That that would just be an absolute horrid look if this does not main event, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you think? What do you think is going to main event the uh, the tag title match? I yeah, I had to. Uh, I honestly wouldn't even be surprised if Cody and Brock main evented. But yeah, yeah. I, I would. I'm leaning towards that tag team match main eventing. Okay, and so to, before we get to that, Cody and Brock. Uh, who, who do you think is Brock getting his win back here after Cody's banana peel victory bet down in Puerto Rico? I just think that would be such a bad luck and you would just yeah. be compiling on what I believe was the bad booking of WrestleMania and Cody not winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you made him look weak in Puerto Rico. If he loses here, which I kind of suspect he will, I can't imagine unless Brock is going to be taking the summer off. Uh, I just I don't see a scenario where he's okay losing twice to Cody, especially if Cody's going into this match selling you know this big arm injury. I mean, mm-hmm. Brock's going to lose to a guy with one arm. I don't think I buy it. Mm-mm. No, and that gets back to the worst of 50-50 booking. Now, we know it's a different regime and creative, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, but this would just reek of that 50, 50 booking, you know, arm injury selling or not. I think Cody should go over and, you know, move on to getting money in the bank in hand. And I like the scenario. Wasn't that you that laid it out on the pod about winning money in the bank, challenging at SummerSlam, getting right back to it. Yep. Uh, for Roman, you know, not, not in advance, advance, not doing the chicken shit, you know, after the match cash in. Yep, cash in advance, cash in at Ford Field in, in Detroit in early August. God, we're only like two months away from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's in early August again this year, I believe. So, yeah, I think I think it's madness to have him lose here. I understand Brock probably doesn't want to lose another big match. But, dude, this is the guy. We've talked about it a lot. He had so much momentum. It's backed off a lot. He got freaking crickets down in Puerto Rico, and he was on offense until we got the blood. You got to just go in on him again. Put him over strong. Look towards the UK and Money in the Bank and SummerSlam and just freaking do it already. I don't think, you know, going into Mania, we always talked about, was there a scenario where Roman should retain? And we know about the thousand days now and all whatever. Okay, we're going to be past that now. Just go in on this guy and do it. Because looking back now, I think when we said it was a massive error at the time, it was a massive error. I think it's played out that that was a big time error. They passed on that. They passed on Sami Zayn. If you don't go with Cody now, he's certainly not going to have the momentum by next spring. And so if you're going to do that, it would be total madness to beat him here. I think I, I don't care if there's the out with the injury. I think with a, a baby face like Cody, he needs to overcome that. He he needs so. to win decisively. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of this, feud you would think would be to to build him up to make him 
you know, a legit, a legitimate contender for Roman again. Yeah. So it would just be weird for him to lose this one and then get the, you know, I guess more decisive win later on. Uh, yeah. Because if he, if he bear, like we know he barely won, you know, mm-hmm. that surprise, as I called it, the banana peel finish down in Puerto Rico. And then if he just, if Brock gets a dominant win here, like big F five, few F fives, pins him one, two, three, objectively looking at that you're like yeah cody is not on his level at all yep. he barely beat him and look brock just dominated his ass so then where are we at so you and have to be you have to go in on him here to win to overcome the injury and to get a solid victory this time yeah. to get the one two three following his finisher not a surprise finish because he, like because of that finish at backlash if he loses this one and quote unquote gets his win back in the third match, it's still going to feel like a 50 50, you know, in the, in this feud. Yep. Yep. Agree. So I hope they go with Cody. I wouldn't bet on it, but hopefully they do. (laughs) Um, I'm going to pick Brock Lesnar because this is the WWE. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to try to be optimistic here. I like it. All right. Well, we'll end with that tag title match. If we just look at the rest of the card really quickly here. Yeah. Um, Bianca and Asuka, Bianca should win. Disagree? No, I agree. The only, I guess the only thing is that her reign feels super stale right now. And then yeah. if you beat Asuka again, what do you do with her? And honestly, at this point, who's the challenger? Like, I, I I'm almost to the point where I, I just want to go with Asuka. I think you almost need to freshen Change things up. up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Natty ain't being re- beating Rhea Ripley. Oh boy, <laughs> boy, they really pulled out a an oppo- opponent out of their ass for this match. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and uh, Mustafa Ali is not beating Gunther. Nope. Either. Although I do kind of like how they've built this match a little bit with kind of building Mustafa Ali back up, getting surprise wins out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, both these guys can go in the ring. Uh, I think we're going to have a classic IC title match on our hands. I am very much looking forward to the match. I will say watching yeah. the match itself, even without, even though the re- result is not in dispute here, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that match. I agree. agree. Um, so Becky in, and Trish. Assuming, well, no, hold on. Are, are you are going you? Uh, Natty or you picking Ripley? Oh no, I'm picking Ripley. Oh, okay. Okay. Just <laughs> want to make sure. Yes. Yes. Ripley, Gunther, uh, Beck, Becky and Trish. I'll take Becky here. Same. I don't, I don't have a great feel for this Same. one. It would be, I don't know, kind of surprising for Trish to win. I mean, have you heard anything about how long she's going to be around? Not that, not that I remember offhand. Yeah, um, same. I mean, I kind of ripped her promo the last time we were on the air a couple of weeks ago and raw it was pretty cringeworthy. What do you think about Becky going back to the big time Bex look? Not a fan. Neither. I saw not people on Twitter were very happy about it. Not me. Not not a fan of big time Bex. Ties are in too close to the Seth Rollins character that I can't stand. So, yeah, I don't think it worked last time she went down that road. thought she lost a lot of steam, and I thought she was kind of recovering from that. So I was not a fan to see her go back to that. I do think, you know, given how much she's been run down and, you know, she went missing or whatever, I think she'll get the win here. Um, but again, who, I mean, I wouldn't put money on it. <laughs> that's, that's my prediction <laughs> right now. 
And um, yeah, the tag team title match. All right. So you said this might main event because it's Roman. You mm-hmm. know, we'll see. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy defending against Roman and Solo Sokoa. Who do you think goes over? I just can't imagine a world where it's not Sammy and Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the story they're telling dictates it has to be Sammy and Kevin to, to keep building this tension between the Usos and the bloodline, unless they're going to do the thing where like Roman and Solo can say, hey, we did the thing you guys couldn't. And then, and then maybe I, I don't, I don't know, like, where does that pay off? Like, you're not going to build to a, a tag team title match at SummerSlam between Roman Solo versus the Usos, right? You're going to want Roman in in a one on one world title match. Uh, so that that tells me you got to keep the titles on on Sammy and Kev. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it makes sense to beat him here. Roman's your world champion. Do you want another? belt around his waist um another two belts around his waist i mean it visually would look cool but no i don't think so So the big question to me is there any chance that either sammy or kevin get the pin on roman like to me it's like dream scenario is sammy gets the pin on roman Mm -hmm. so that maybe at the very least down the road you can have that world title match again where sammy says I pinned you at night of champions. So let's go one-on-one. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it where they're so protective of this deal with Roman having, you know, not been pinned in three years that true. It's hard to imagine, but I think it does. It does give them like a more intriguing story that they can build off of long-term and that should be the goal. Um, it's not like he's just losing his titles doing that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, don't you think you look at the two, if you're looking at one to take the pinfall, like you want to keep building solo as this dominant new force. Just if you objectively look at it, doesn't it make more sense to protect him a little more as he's this guy kind of on the rise? Theoretically, Yes. In my eyes, he does not seem like a big deal. <laughs> I know, but yeah. um, it, it just, I, I, I think if it's the main event, we might be seeing Broman get pinned. Um, mm-hmm. If this is the match that opens the show, then it's definitely going to be solo. I, I think that'll say a lot. The placement of this match on the card will, will say a lot as to who's getting the pin. I mean, the counter argument is if they do go all in, as we were arguing for with Cody Rhodes, and they find they have him beat Roman at SummerSlam, yeah. does it hurt that Roman's now been beat? I would to, argue to it me, also hurts that they have another world title now. But yeah, I mean, exactly. There's a thousand reasons why it'd be hurt. I mean, he mm-hmm. lost at WrestleMania already. Yeah. But to me, for the most part, no, because this was a tag team match. Roman didn't lose in a one-on-one. There's ways you could do it where you save face with Roman. I mean, he's, ba- I mean, you look at, I mean, 50% of his title defenses in the past year, he's basically been beaten. He's had to cheat to win. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, the whole not being pinned thing doesn't, doesn't mean as much to me as I think it does to a lot of people just because of the way he's been winning. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it would hurt a possible future Cody getting the big win. Uh, but I could see how a lot of people would feel that way. Yeah, I I think when push comes to shove, I'll take Sammy getting the pin, you know, because he hasn't traveled to Saudi before and all the, the drama there's been about that for good reason. I'll take Sammy getting the pin on Solo. I'm just not confident they'll have Roman. I, I think that's the, that's the safest bet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, KO and Sammy retaining makes the most sense. I'll go with that. So, I yeah, I mean, I got to say overall, two pretty damn strong cards at least Mm -hmm. you know night of champions might be top heavy but it's still there's a if you look at the list of matches there's several matches i'm really looking forward to you know Mm -hmm. we kind of poo-pooed justin on those women's matches uh because you know how thin the divisions are for two titles but yeah the icy title match the tag title match cody and brock has intrigue we know seth and aj are going to deliver so there's a lot to look forward to on this show too uh looking forward to it it's going to be a packed weekend but we'll get through it. I'll have to uh, go to the liquor store before then, Justin. Are we sure Seth and AJ will deliver? Because I was thinking about like when was the last really good AJ match? I, I think the triple threat with with Ray and Edge was pretty good, mm-hmm. um, and maybe part of that is just because he was saddled with you know being a, a tag team partner to almost for a while and maybe dealing with some injuries. But to me, it just feels like it's been a while since we've gotten a, a real classic. AJ Styles singles match. Yeah. I mean, it's not, nothing's really springing to my mind right now. I'm looking through the, uh, his recent ratings in the observer here on cage match to see if anything jumps out. You know, there's a lot of that 2015, 2016 period Mm -hmm. in here. Um, boy, I think you might be right. And, you know, some of that, just how he's been booked, too, and just having the opportunity to really shine. Yep, I think I agree. I think, it, I think it will. I think it will deliver. But, yeah, it looks like. Let's see. It was about a year ago. There was a raw match between AJ and Seth. that got four stars in the observer. So, I mean, those same two. Um, but yeah, not really seeing anything else. So from the four last. stars in the observer, so probably actually like three and a half. We go three maybe. and a half, probably. Yeah. But it has it's been a it's been a while, but I think on the big stage with Seth, you know, regardless of if we like the character or not, he is a good worker. Um do do we want to do speaking of the observer, the 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 uh repack report we've been told about <laughs> behind the scenes? Just a good time to do that. <laughs> Pull it up. <laughs> oh, this is pretty funny. All right. <laughs> this is a good Old way Chad. to end the show. We got to end the yes. show with the repack report. Um, Our guy, Chad repack down in Florida, Northern Florida. I do believe Chad. It's been a while since we've got a shout out on the show. So, um, this was sent in by way of a tip I received from Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Read into that what you will. This person said, I have just received this via the repack report. Dot, dot, dot. Quote, did I ever tell you Dave was on a podcast and the co-host asked Dave for his favorite steak place and Italian restaurant. And Dave said, Texas Roadhouse and Olive Garden. <laughs> The co-hosts were speechless for a while. 
That is pretty funny. <laughs> that is incredible. But then I replied, like, that's kind of like the uh, boomer answer, isn't it? Because I mean, I, I don't guess. know about your parents, Justin, but like my parents go to a lot of chains. So <laughs> I've kind of got them away from that, to be honest with you. I started recommending more like locally owned places and they started kind of mm-hmm. getting away from the chains. But it is a definite boomer answer from our guy, Dave Meltzer. Incredible. Incredible. Incredible answer. <laughs> for somebody you, who is who who travels all over, you know, for wrestling shows and could eat at so many fantastic places and yeah, Olive Garden and Texas Roadhouse, two places that I avoid at all costs. <laughs> I do like I do like some Texas Roadhouse, Justin. I'm not going to lie. I, I like it. I don't go to like Olive Garden ever. I've always thought it's way overpriced for noodles, but <laughs> I do. I do. I, I do like Texas Roadhouse. I wouldn't say it's the best steak I have. In fact, I don't get steak there that often anymore. I do get their ribs sometimes. They're not as good as Justin Joint's ribs that you make on your yeah, grill, but that's they're what I'm decent. talking about. I was actually kind of surprised, you know, speaking about Vegas weekend and stuff. I know Dave usually does some get together. I believe there's like a Brazilian steakhouse or something that he goes to. Or maybe I'm thinking of all out in Chicago. I was kind of surprised that that wouldn't have been his answer, but. Have you ever no. eaten in one of those? No, don't believe it's basically so. just like a, a meat buffet. You okay. Just keep bringing around meat and throw them on your plate. It's you feel absolutely fucking miserable afterwards, but it's pretty good. <laughs> I went with a buddy one time. Actually, I went, it was in Ohio in Columbus, not Cleveland, but uh, we were going, we went to this fancy Brazilian uh, steakhouse and we're about to be served. You know, it's, Basically, you pay one price and they just keep serving you meat until you don't want anymore. And we order our beers, right? And we sit down and, and he orders a, a Guinness, the most filling drink possible. It's like, right. dude, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, no, I just looked this up. Yeah, the figure four weekly convention this weekend in Las Vegas. And they, I know they're there every year. I remember reading about this place, Texas Day Brazil. They always have the dinner there hmm. on the strip. They're doing it the Saturday night. Wish we were out there, but uh, no. They're also doing a sweet party, Justin, once again on Saturday evening with Gar- our guy Garrett and Andrew Zarian. We went to that last year. And what happened at that sweet a, party, Justin? COVID special. We all got COVID. Wasn't just us. Lots of people that were there. Brian Alvarez, I believe, had COVID as well. He was there. Dave Which, uh, sounded very sick on the observer after that. Apparently never tested positive, but he was definitely sick after that as well. Well, that that was the same with our good buddy Kyle Ross. Never actually mm-hmm. tested positive, but he probably got the most sick out of, you know, us three and and, and your wife. Yeah, he left early. Yeah, Kyle left did. early, got an early flight out of there. He felt so shitty. Did not join us on Fremont Street the last night in Vegas. No. Nope. That was a great trip. It was, Justin, that trip was way better. Than the New Orleans trip we recently <laughs> took. It was a fun, fun time. Now, when we got back, I was miserable because of the COVID, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was a great time. Looking forward to Chicago Labor Day weekend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it. That is your preview for this big weekend. Hopefully, you listen to this on Friday, coming home from work, at work, early Saturday, because pretty soon the show's going to be outdated. So I hope you enjoyed it. We will be back on monday morning to recap a big weekend in professional wrestling stay tuned to the facebook group top rope nation pro wrestling discussion 
our Twitter page at Top Rope Nation, Instagram as well. Of course, as I said at the top, you can join the Patreon page. Link here in the description. Seven-day free trial. See what it's all about. Get full access to all of those bonus shows, all of the Top Rope Nation classics in the archives, Top Rope Nation Extra, and everything else. Would love and be honored to have your support. So, Justin, I'll be talking to you again, sir, in four days. Looking forward to it. Very soon. Yes, indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 297 of Top Rope Nation. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you again real soon. Take care. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.